1: Like a like a fun, sexy song to bring David Weesey Carl. I was
3: just thinking, what a weird song.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's one of my favorites we have on here. I have no clue what it is, but I love it.
1: David Weesey Carl over here in New Mexico United joins us. David, how are you, brother?
2: Boys. How
1: are we? Oh, I'm hearing you but only barely, Griff, if you can turn that up. David, welcome to the program. Big night last night over at the lab. As you took a, you took a tough Allen, a friendly, but um, Sunderland showed out. The United fans showed out, and it was a heck of a night to be a soccer fan here in the state of New Mexico.
2: Yeah, had a great time last night. Sunderland, uh, terrific, terrific team. They've won the English top flight six times. They've been around for 144 years. A little bit of context for you boys. We've been around for five. Um, and, and we played really well. We <laughs> took it to them. We almost we almost got away with a W. Um, you know, San Antonio, the team that won our entire league last year, lost 3-1. to one. We made it closer than they did against Sunderland. I thought we played real well and had a great time. Friendly my ass. They played hard. They did, man. They did. Uh, I think uh, you get the thing is, man, you get these pro athletes out there, and you guys know this. You get these pro athletes out on a field. I don't care if it's soccer, football, baseball, hockey, whatever it is, basketball. You get them out there on a pitch, on a field, on a court, on the ice. You get them against, set up against other pros there's no way they're not going to want to try and win. They can say it's a friendly all they want. They can say it's, you know, we're just out there to get ready for the season, preseason, all that kind of stuff. But you get those guys out there, that competitive fire kicks in. They want to win every single time.
1: How fun was it to interact with Sunderland fans coming from all over this great country, the United States? Because I was kind of blown away at, just how well this team has followed all the way across this a, a big-ass ocean.
2: Yeah, it was unbelievable. So, yeah, we had fans from across North America, Sutherland fans from across North America, and then we had probably close to 100 fans who came from the U.K., which is, uh, that blew me away. I was absolutely wow. just shocked. It was unbelievable how many fans would just, again, make the trip across the pond for, you know, it mattered to us. You know, it's an important game to us, but for them, you know, I don't know. They're they're in a higher division. They may think that we're a weaker opponent. It's their preseason, but they're traveling across the world, across the Atlantic Ocean, to come see their team in preseason. I've never seen anything like it. And their fans were were amazing. They were welcoming. They were they had so much fun. They wanted to learn about New Mexico. It was just it was an absolute blast. We had such a great time, and and uh, we should do these more often, man. It's only the second one of these we've ever done. We should do more. So do you have new new ym i
1: can't I'm tripping over it. Do you have new New mexico united fans new 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 Mexico? I got it there
2: yeah nail. <laughs> No, that's a a good point. Um, And, you know, they talked about this. uh, Their coach, Tony Mowbray, talked about, you know, wanting to, you know, when you when you come to a preseason tour, you know, they could do it anywhere. They could do it in Europe. They could go to Portugal. They could go to Spain. They could go wherever they want. But they come to the States for a reason, and that's to try and grow their brand, try and make new American fans. You know, soccer is the fastest-growing sport in the United States, um, maybe other than pickleball. Um, But fans, fans, you know, are looking for teams to support internationally. And so, yeah, Tony Mowbray talked about, their coach talked about, yeah, we want to try and build some fans here in New Mexico. And I think the reverse is true of that as well. You know, you get these Sunderland fans, again, who are either coming from around the country or around the world, and they come here and they get to experience New Mexico for the first time, most of them. You know, we had an event the night before, and we asked all the Sunderland fans, raise your hand. It's the first time you've ever been in New Mexico, and every single one of them raised their hands so it's an opportunity for us we're proud of this place we're proud of this state we're proud of new mexico we're proud of what we have to offer the culture the people the food the music the, everything we've got here we're so proud to be from this place and we get to export new mexico to the world and yeah i think we got a couple more fans as a result of last night's match and, and the fun that they had when the black
0: and yellow are on the pitch i mean we have a home field advantage like no other in this league to me, it seemed mm-hmm. like the first time where we almost didn't have a home field advantage. <laughs> there was so many red and white striped jerseys of passionate Sunderland fans in the crowd. I was like, oh, my God, this is a, this is a first.
2: Yeah, it's, it, was, uh, it was kind of a first for me as well. And, and it's, it's funny, Sunderland, like I said, right now they're in the second division in England, right? They're not in the Premier League. They're in the, uh, the, the Sky Bet Championship over there. It's the second division. We're in the second division here in the States. Despite the fact that they're not in the Premier League, they are have the second highest Twitter following in the entire world as far as soccer teams go. That's unbelievable. So their That's fans wild. are diehard. They are passionate. They are absolutely insane. And every time we would tweet about anything Sunderland-related, just it just goes nuts it's absolutely insane so my numbers are doing great this week hopefully i got a couple extra bucks at the end of the month we can go out for beers boys
1: All right. about that. That. yeah i gotta quite i don't understand how this works so explain it to me like i'm five okay the united have loaned josh doling to the las vegas lights fc for the remainder of the season how does that work business-wise
2: yeah, yeah. So business wise, uh the way that it works is so Josh uh is you know, we still are we still own his contract, I guess would be the way to put that, right? So you sign a contract, Fred, Van, uh, with the radio station, they pay your salary. Um in soccer it's the same way, right? You sign a contract with the with the soccer team, they pay your salary. Um, but then in addition to that, you know, if if something comes up and maybe maybe a player's not you know, after a while they said it's not the right fit or, um, you know, we think we can, you know, we've got other plans or, or there's something that goes into it. It's always the coach's decision. They can say, all right, we want to retain the rights to Josh's contract, you know, to him playing, but for this season until the end of the season, we're going to send him off to Las Vegas and Las Vegas is going to pay his salary for the rest of the season. So he's going to play for them for the rest of the year. When we play Las Vegas, he can't play against us because we still own his rights. But nice. um, in the meantime, you know, they're paying his salary to the end of the year, and then when the year's up, because he's under contract for next year, he can come back to us.
1: And then if you so want, uh, that contract can then be extended, it could be dissolved, he could be traded. Like, it's kind of traditional ownership from that point on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So if we wanted to extend Josh beyond for another year, we could do that. If we wanted to trade the rights to his contract to another team, we could do that. Um, You know, if we wanted to just see out the rest of the contract, we could do that. But in that way, it's very much like an NFL or an NBA contract. Got it. The best kits in the world
0: are in their fifth incantation. How excited are you for these new Meow Wolf kits? Have you seen these things, man?
2: Like they're, they're, they're they are so, they're so much fun. Um, like, it looks yeah, like and so oil did, and water. Uh, like, like we've done a couple times, we did two different versions. We did a dark version, a black version, and a, and a white version. Uh, and each of them have these really awesome, kind of multicolor, psychedelic, you know, really awesome design uh, that surrounds the kit. Uh, you know, the Meow Wolf kit each and every year is it's always our best selling specialty kit. Um, and then, you know, it's easily our best one out of market too. people who maybe don't even know what Meow Wolf is. They see these beautiful, you know, artistic things and they want them for themselves. So they're going to go on sale on Friday. Uh We're going to launch it to shoot this tomorrow. Uh, we're going to launch it tomorrow <laughs> at five Oh five at the team shop. You can get yours um, and they're going to sell out. They're going to go pretty quick. So, you want to come on by? We're going to have a, a launch party at at uh, at the shop. We'll have a DJ out there. We'll have some some fun stuff to do. We're transforming the entire space into a, a mini meow wolf, and the kits will go on sale tomorrow at five oh five.
1: And then immediately after that, head over to the Hispano or excuse me, the Hispanic Cultural Center, as you're going to watch a little World Cup soccer.
2: Yeah, you boys coming out? That's the plan. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Yeah, National Hispanic Cultural Center, USA versus Vietnam. Uh it's gonna be a heck of a lot of fun. USA is gonna win the whole thing. Go for the three peat. Um, but yeah, it should be a blast out there. Uh that starts I think just a little bit after seven o'clock. They're also gonna have um, a bunch of women owned food trucks out there, uh and vendors, which is pretty exciting. Uh the and a thirty foot screen. Uh thing is massive. It's gonna be a blast. So that's my that's my day sorted for Friday. I'm gonna go to the, the Meow party and then I'm gonna go and I'm going to watch the uh, USA vs Vietnam at the National Hispanic Cultural Center.
1: Can we watch Oppenheimer on that screen afterwards or no?
2: Nice. Are you guys doing a Barbie, Barbieheimer double feature or what?
1: I mean, I, I mean, if everyone else is doing it.
0: I haven't seen anything
2: yeah. from you in my
0: text thread. Yeah, what's so, up? Yeah, no, to not, that not that a single
2: invite. So I, I might know a person who rented out an entire theater for Barbie. I'll get you the deets.
1: Oh, my dude. What a dumb good weekend we're about to have. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, night's, Saturday night's the night. There'll be 10,000 plus. The lab will be just incredible. It'll be the second game of the week for a lot of United fans. How special is it going to be Saturday night? And is your new head coach ready for the energy that surrounds it?
2: <laughs> good question. My Meowth night is always the biggest night of the year. It is Everybody comes as their true, authentic, weirdest Strangest selves, which I love. Um, some people come super-duper dressed up. Some people wear the Meow Wolf jersey. Some people just wear their New Mexico United stuff. But there's no such thing as a wrong way to come to Meow Wolf night. Um, we're going to have a, the costume contest, and uh, the, the winner will get two tickets round-trip to the brand-new Meow Wolf exhibition in Grapevine, which is pretty cool that just opened up. Um, but there's a whole lot of weird going on on Meow Wolf night. We're expecting close to 12,000, I think, for that one, which will be our our highest attendance of the season. It's going to be, if you've never been to a New Mexico United match, this is the one to go to. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. And, and yeah, come on out. Come hang out with us on Saturday.
0: How excited is soccer fan for Trinity Rodman to be kidding up for the U.S. Women's National Team, Dennis Rodman's daughter is an elite soccer player. No, wow. This can only be awesome.
2: Yeah, she's unbelievable too. It's not just a thing where she's getting by on on the name, you know. Oh my gosh, it's Dennis Rodman's daughter. No, she's just absolutely unbelievable, um, and she's getting her opportunity here. Uh, we know we're fortunate that we get to watch the first two at a reasonable hour, but the third match is going to be at 3 a.m., so make sure you watch the first two, and I think she's going to make a real difference. It's exciting to see.
1: Anything we missed, Dave?
2: No, no, excited to, excited for the event on Friday night, excited for the match on Saturday, excited for the Women's World Cup, uh, and excited for Barbie Heimer.
1: Yeah, baby. Same in every way. Yeah, baby. David, we Carl. Keep doing a good job, brother. Appreciate you guys. Like him so much,
0: B's pajamas right there. That's a dude.
1: It would have been fun to get that tire W last night. Mm-hmm. It was a good showing out though.
0: To get just to get to have that friendly, to have that matchup to for New Mexico and their their infancy to be that big, to get those kind of matchups. Yeah. It's it's a really cool thing to see.
1: It's you know, and he was talking about how we're only. Five, hey, Griff, if you kill that phone line, it's echoing going in me. To be able to in only our fifth year to be able to have, like, that kind of worldwide attention, you know. And and I don't understand to any degree what the pitch process is. I don't understand. Because often with these things you have to have X amount of hotels in your city. You have to have X amount of a venue. You have to have all these, like, little qualifiers. But for Albuquerque and United to make the effort to hit a worldwide stage, I'm just very proud to even adjacently be associated with it. Concur. Yeah. Let's grab one whenever we get back. Um, is Is this our last segment? No, we have two more. Next to last. Today's I-9 varsity and the I-9 varsity of captains. Let's go. What we get back? Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Welcome back to the program. Today's I-9 varsity, the I-9 varsity of captains. League office 280 at i9sports.com. 505-312-4999. Big thank you to Josh Sushan and David BC Carl for joining us, talking local athletics. Had a lot of fun with day. Okay. Okay. Now, this conversation started because I picked Captain Kirk.
0: Yeah. And you went on some crazy, nonsensical rant.
1: Are you I was about worried
0: the... you had a, you had, you're having a seizure. That's what I was worried about.
1: Are you talking about because he beat the Kobayashi Maru? A training exercise in Star Trek designed to test the character of those at the Starfleet Academy? Is that why you're saying that? It's a no win scenario.
0: I thought that was a Kobayashi Maru was a Hibachi restaurant.
1: No, 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 no. The Kobayashi Maru was first seen in the 1982 summer blockbuster Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Can we start this, please? Captain America is on my list. <laughs> okay, Captain America. Captain America. He's, uh, I mean, he's just the best. He's like, like obviously growing up in the 1940s, and then somehow being reawoken. You know, seventy years later and not super racist. Give me Captain America.
0: It's a great start. Yep. That was gonna be my cleanup hitter. Okay. America's ass. Good answer. Thank you. Yep. First on my I9 Varsity of Captains, I'm going with
1: I. Okay, that's a good one.
0: Not a real captain, but a a saying, if you will. I a I col- I, Captain. A colloquialism
3: mm-hmm. that
0: you just agree with. Not so bad. It's a fun way to say yes, Fred. Steph Griffin? Mm-hmm.
3: Well, just so everyone knows, too, August is International Pirate Month. That's coming up. But anyways, oh, so my captain early. is going to be, I'm going to go off with Captain Underpants. Oh, good okay. answer. That's I don't know sweet. what
1: that is. What is that?
3: I want to say it's a children's book.
0: Yeah, it's a children's book in a cartoon on oh. the television. No I know. Who knew? I didn't know. He wears underpants on
1: his head. You guys know I went to college.
3: <laughs> well, they wore underwear on their head, too.
1: Captain Morgan. Uh, a lot of oh, that in college. Yeah, I had that one, the, too. Anytime I wear short shorts, I do the Captain Morgan pose, and I only wear short shorts on the 4th of July. When I'm celebrating this country and <laughs> <in> my thighs. <laughs> Give me Captain Morgan, man.
0: From the friend of the show. Captain Kangaroo good answer. Had, the same ball, had the same bowl haircut as Raiders owner Mark Davis. That's very correct. That's really good.
1: Also, good Also, he's multi-generational, a lot of, a lot of childhoods impacted by Captain Kangaroo.
0: Also from the Sports Animal Text line, yeah. they stole my answer, and I'm going to say it anyways. Go ahead. Captain Crunch. Good answer. Anyone who uh, participates in the old Devil's Lettuce listens uh, his little jazz cabbage in their life knows that <laughs> Catherine Crunch is the best stoner cereal.
1: Good answer. It
0: is unheralded. It is the best stoner ster- cereal. I believe it's a pro- shout out to Captain Crunch. I believe
1: it's appropriately heralded, Griffin.
3: I got Captain Hook. Ah,
1: good. okay. He's actually a bad guy. i to yep. make sure we're clear on that. He's uh, he's not one of the good guys. He's one of the bad guys.
3: He's misunderstood.
1: <sighs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Did I already say Captain Kirk? Oh,
0: well, I mean, that's why we started this thing. So if you want to double dip, go crazy.
1: His favorite NFL owner is Shad Khan. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that the one? Sure, if you want it to be. I guess. I really
0: like wines from New Zealand. Oh, okay. And we wouldn't have discovered... New Zealand and the surrounding areas without Captain Cook.
1: Okay, the Explorer, an the ex- actual captain. An actual
0: real life captain.
3: Mm-hmm. Next
0: on my i9 Varsity captains is Captain Cook. Good job, buddy. Good answer. Thanks for the Vino. Griff?
3: Would Sully be considered a captain? Was captain he a captain? Sully would. Okay. 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 I yeah, couldn't remember what his one. official title
0: was. I also Sully from Monsters Inc. That's what she said. Oh,
3: not that one. Wasn't the one that he landed the plane in the water?
0: The one that Tom Hanks was.
3: Yes, there you go.
0: Oh. It's not the I9 varsity of
1: crappy captains.
0: (laughs) Well he gracefully
3: he gracefully fell into the water.
1: I would even argue that same the best captain by Tom Hanks, Captain Miller from Saving Private Ryan, a better captain. Uh Uh-huh. Then Captain
0: Sully. We could do an I 9 varsity of just Tom Hanks' captains. Oh, absolutely. I know. Yeah. Wasn't,
3: didn't he also do that Somalian um, mm-hmm. boat?
0: Yeah. Yep. yeah, not. that's a good one. Yeah. He's, that's the I 9 varsity of not captains yeah. anymore.
1: I'm not, yes. Yeah. The, the Somalian pirate from, from that movie.
0: Look at me. I am the captain now.
1: Give me the captain of the Millennium Falcon. That
0: was good. Yeah, good one.
1: Give me Captain
0: Han Solo. You know, that's going to be next on my list.
1: There's no one in this galaxy or any other galaxy far, far away is cooler. Yeah. I mean, Captain Han Solo. That's a good one. What about my boy, uh, Captain
0: Ron? Remember the movie yep, Captain do, Ron? Yes,
1: with Kurt Russell.
0: Yeah, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hahn. Very good. She had a brain injury. Mm-hmm. Tricked her, Captain Ron. Oh, a little rapey. Very rapey. Yeah, I did not the like 80s that. Eighties were a different yeah, time. It was a different
3: time. It was
1: a different time then. Griff, you're gonna take Captain and Tennille right here.
3: <laughs> oh, that would have been a good one. No. I was thinking like Marvel's, but is I don't understand which one is the official captain. Is it Rocket or Star-Lord?
0: Hey, well, it's Rocket now. Yeah. yeah. Also, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Yeah, whoopsie. Sorry,
1: guys. Also, if you were to watch... Both Guardian, are acceptable. If you were to watch Guardians of the Galaxy, you might hear, Love will keep us together.
0: Soundtracks are just bangers. Captain and banger.
1: on the list. 50% Captain, 50% to Neil, 100% For Me. Okay. That's
0: excellent. From the texter, everyone's favorite, Captain Planet.
1: Saving you. He's our hero. Saving you from trash. He's going to take pollution down to zero.
0: Okay. Good luck with that. BP has entered the chat.
1: What does this dead poet society want to... Oh, Captain, my Captain, what is that? That's a poem. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah,
0: Walt Whitman, I believe.
3: Ah, who knew?
0: Well, me, I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> Griff, you got another one?
3: I think I'm all out of captains. I don't. I can't think
1: oh, of anybody. Oh, I thought you would have gone to. I, I thought you gone Ahab, Ahab for sure.
0: That's a big one.
1: Thought for sure you would have gone to Ahab. <laughs> he
0: bit off a little more <laughs> than he could chew. Yeah,
1: they call me Ishmael. Yeah. they call me Ishmael.
0: What about um, Captain Quint?
1: Who is that?
0: That's the uh, Scottish guy from Jaws. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that one. You ever look into a killer's eyes? (laughs) The cold, dead black eyes of a great white shark.
1: Is that Captain Barbosa
0: from (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean? No, it was uh, Leandro Barbosa, wing player for the Cavaliers.
1: pretty good thank you good job today griff
3: thank you i'm so happy especially to in the varsity
1: defense. we'll grab one commercial early and whenever we get back we'll wrap up the remaining of the headlines and we'll have this bad boy over to the isotopes media network thank you to everyone who joined us at red door today our group just left our, our little party is just left so room at the bar ma'am. yeah there is now two on 95.9 fm and am 6n sports animal Good program today. Big thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker for sponsoring this studio. Big thank you to the Y M C A Central New Mexico, where they allow us to start our days. Six six nine, or I'll be at tomorrow. We have a little milkshake and a hot day. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm. Thank you to Teller Vodka, who we enjoyed at five o'clock today. Red Door Brewing, which we are currently live from. Come hang out with us if you want to hang out with us. Don't forget next well next week. We got to figure out a plan. We got a full week. We're going to be throwing axes at some point over at ABQX, so that's going to be a lot of fun in its own way. We'll figure it out. So we'll I figure ha- it out and get you down there. Also, important correction here. Okay.
0: Thanks to the friends of the show for keeping me honest. Apparently, I'm getting Captain Ron confused with the movie Overboard. Okay. So, uh, clarification due. Thank you very much.
1: I like that a lot. Okay. So, I don't. I had to do a little research to figure out who this dude was. Okay. So there's this dude, G. Dion, okay? Okay. And he is, his real name is Jadon Adams, young cat, 22. And he's from, I guess he's from right outside Chicago, I guess. Okay. So anyways, he does this YouTube thing where he goes around and pranks at, like, big sporting events. So it's like a YouTube prank show. See the guy that got kicked out of uh, an arena for getting a haircut? Yeah, at the U.S. Open. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so don't know a ton about him. Can't tell you a ton about him. I'm, I'm not into that part of entertainment. I, I am not either. Okay. Hey, I recognize it as a value. It's not for me. So he goes to a WNBA game. Okay. He's at this WNBA game. It's I'm gonna make sure I got the teams set for you here. The Lynx, maybe. The Lynx. So, Minnesota has a team? Yes. All right. And the Dallas Wings. Cool name for a team. So, he goes to this game. Should be Buffalo. The Buffalo Wings? Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's and get that out of the way. He is pretending to do a little sleepers in the front row. So, he, I'm assuming, bought three or four folding chairs in the front row. Mm-hmm. Like they're the heavy cushion ones. The exi- Like very similar to the ones we use at Duke City Championship Wrestling. Okay. And he brought like a blanket and a pillow and a backpack. And I'm assuming he only got the backpack in because he's probably got some sort of media credential, blah, blah, blah. Had. Had. Yeah. So he lays down courtside and starts to pretend to be asleep during this WNBA game instead of watching the game. And I'll tell you this. Don't defecate where you eat. Yeah. Because that's what this is.
0: You can um, shave a sheep as many times as you want, but you can only skin it once. Is that the same? That is the same. Yeah. He just tried to skin it.
1: He put on, like, one of those Scrooge McDuck, like, long, sleepy caps. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Very much. I'm very aware.
1: Anyway, so he, he did this thing and had his camera crew shooting from across court. So, um whole production then, huh? Yeah, and for what? Like, and I'm not trying to be negative about this thing, but that's kind of my angle here. For a bunch of 13-year-olds to go crazy?
0: Yeah, I mean, for money. If he wasn't doing well, he probably wouldn't be doing it. I mean, that's what bothers me the most. Not that there's idiots out there who would do this and insult these young professional athletes, but uh, people will follow
1: him give him money. And he'll keep doing it. The angle is weird to me because... This actually happened to me with uh, your kid one time. So we were doing some stuff with your kid and a group of her friends. Mm-hmm. And you and I were just very funny, just dialed in. I don't know. We were just as we are. Sure. And it was either her or her group of friends, but they weren't keeping up. They weren't keeping up at the pace. They didn't. No one can. They can't. They yeah. can't get the jokes. They can't get the cadence. They're not figuring it out. So immediately it goes to a, um, hey, you're a boomer. Hey, you're a... Uh, just like a, a recyclement of like this, like really, I don't want to use the word basic because it's not even quite simple enough, but limited vocabulary of comedy, right. and and I think that's exactly what this is. This is a, hey, I'm gonna do something dumb, and if you get upset, I'm gonna call you Karen. Right, yeah. Even though you're you're the jerk here. Yeah, you're the one not keeping up. This is a jerk, and it's it's kind of wild to me why this is a part of entertainment that's called on and normally I'm like, hey, I don't listen to country music I understand why country music exists Sure, but it's wild to me the phenomenon this kind of entertainment has become because I don't, I don't at all understand the appeal, like do not at this thing that people do for a profession right. show up and mock it this is not pro wrestling there's not audience interaction
0: and, if, all, the, and all the prank videos when you're not really you're not pranking anyone you're, like, physically assaulting them. Like, I, I don't get any of this. And it's all enabled by their fans or followers, whatever you want to call them, and it's, it's awful.
1: When, like, you're kind of, like, not kind of, you're a loser-grown man. Right. And, again, if this happens at Duke City Championship Wrestling, if a bunch of fans show up in the front row with blankets and pillows, I'm going to laugh. Yeah. Because that's part of the show. That's
0: wrestling. It's part of the show.
1: That's part of the show. Right. Like, athletic Experience and also this like, no one to be a guest and no one to be the groom. And like, you are not invited to this wedding to be the groom. Like, you're the focus needs to be on the court, the focus doesn't need to be on your theatrics outside of it. Um, I don't know, you got to pay for forward, you got to give to others. And this one might end up being pretty substantial because he's now not just banned from all WNBA games, he's banned from all NBA related events, right? And if this was part of your money making, whatever's. Adios. Yeah. It's not anymore. You know what draws equal draw? You call the WNBA and saying, hey, I'm a pretty successful influencer. Let's figure out a way to build your brand.
0: Let's, yeah, let's do a little crossover hit here. Let's work on something together that doesn't make me look like an idiot and doesn't insult you. Correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're a red door. We're going to hang out for a little bit, then we're going to get out. I got a live stream of Duke City Championship Wrestling later tonight. We're doing the Real Show 5 where Veronica Vega will join us. That's going to be a lot of fun. She's going to answer questions from fans. That pile of garbage, Veronica Vega? Don't think you'll be the only one to say that. Gosh, she is the worst. So join us on Duke City Championship Wrestling social media. Griff, good job today. Van, final words? Don't miss a
0: second of the action tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ.
1: Good job, everyone.
0: GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.